0: Hello, Brian. Hello. Hey, Brian. Sorry, I'm a few minutes behind. It's been a eventful evening, so thank you for your patience. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah, it, it, it won't cut us short at all, so we'll, we'll still get our all our details in. Um, yeah, the interview I did in the group was like glitchy, and then it ran long, so yeah, uh, I, saw, I, I saw some of it. Yeah, it cut out, and then I had to so it started late, and then everything just kind of got bumped back a little bit, so uh, first off, totally looking forward to this talk. I'm amped. Um, is it cool if I record it for some podcast content? Are you okay with that? Sure, no problem. Awesome. All right, so I'll, I'll just I'll just let you get started. Thank you so much for being a part of the community. I really, uh, I was looking forward to, you know, seeing how I could help you tonight and anything that you're struggling with, any topic, I'll just let you go for it and we'll take it from there. All
1: right, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, i really been enjoying the past couple of weeks that I've been in it. I've, I've learned a lot especially those, um, the workshops that you do, the corrective exercises yeah. and that's, that stuff's been real like game changer for me because that's, that's kind of, when I first started following you, that's kind of what got me a lot more interested in this stuff was, you know, you were explaining how things worked and how to correct them, you know like, that was mm-hmm. kind of what interests me because, you know, I've, I've, I've always been active, but I realized looking back that, you know, I wasn't, uh, not always doing it right, you know, or, you know, like, yeah, wrong mind thinking, you know, like a lot of the things you've been talking about lately, where, you know, you go get, uh, massage or you do so, you know, like you, you wear like some kind of brace or something for a little bit. It just helps you at, at the time, but you don't correct the problem.
0: That right. Was, like a, like a like a bandaid.
1: Yeah. That was me for the past, I don't know, 10 years. You know, I always had yeah. something aching, something nagging or whatever. And just in the past, like I've always kind of had lower back issues and since that the first workshop that I watched was the one that you went over all of like the single leg squats and the the, uh, the hip bridges and stuff like that, and to add that yes. into like a warm up, and you know just in a couple weeks of doing that, I've noticed my lower back is far less you know flared up as it used to be, and just you how know,
0: awesome is that? How awesome is that, man? That's yeah. that's the real stuff right there.
1: Yeah. So I mean, you know, it just. Just including that as, you know, a couple minutes in my warm up before I do the stuff is, you know, it's just, it's been,
0: you know, game
1: changer. And, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I really appreciate from
0: the, the group. But. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's been, there've been so many people, so many people. I'm really, I mean, that makes me feel so awesome that I can bring that type of content to so many, and just, it's amazing when you are not in pain anymore. Mm-hmm. How you feel? like It's like, wow, I'm not in pain. Mm-hmm. Shoot. You, and you realize how much in pain that you were because you, your body adapts to it. You get used to it. Yeah. You don't feel yeah. the same pain. Like the day one, you're like, oh, it hurts. Eventually, you don't feel the pain anymore, but the pain is technically still there. Your body just kind of masks it. Mm-hmm. You know? And you get used to dealing with pain. Like you said, you get used to dealing with pain, band-aids and whatnot, and you know, flare-ups come back, and then, oh, crap, and then you're, you know, out of it again. And, you know, fixing the root problem is everything. And once you don't have the pain, you realize how damaged you were. And it kind of makes you – I don't know how you are, but for me, it always made me hungry for more. It's like, all right, now what else can I fix? Like, what else can I do yeah. now? Like, where can where can I take it? Because you get it kind of yeah. anxious to, to make it better, even more so, you know?
1: Yeah, that's exactly – I mean, I kind of – the the latest one has been, and it was almost like it was like like the perfect time too, because like my shoulder, like upper back, had been kind of nailing yeah. me off and on. Yeah. And since doing a couple, like even just last night, I I did that uh was it the sleeper one. Is that oh what yeah, did? when you're
0: lying when you're, when you're
1: lying on your side yeah. and you're. Then you, I yeah, just I, it, I did that a, a few, few times man. last night, and yeah, and like the wall angels, just just did it a few times. Yesterday, and I was like, no, it doesn't. New, shul- still new,
0: sh- new shoulder, new shoulder. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was, so yeah, it's, um, I did, I've, um, this is my, what, third week of doing the 90-day dash. Like, I I just yeah. started doing the, the push-pull, Ignite, nice. this week. Um, yes. One question I had for you on those, on some of those supersets where you say, like, you'll have, like today was the the two arm row and then it had a fifty percent pulse. Yes. What I think I know what you mean by the pulse, but can you explain that? Like little? the actual exercise or the fifty percent or just the whole thing? The pulse part of it. Like I oh, you, like, like like You okay. wanna you wanna like decrease the weight, correct? Is that what you mean by fifty percent? The 50.
0: Yeah. And that's approximate. So the 50 percent is you drop the weights in half because I'm demonstrating, obviously, with like five or 15 pound dumbbells just as like, you know, just Mm -hmm. to show that I'm holding dumbbells, not like what you should be using, obviously. But Mm -hmm. uh, the pulse is the 50 percent is to drop the weight in half. And the pulse is just to limit the range of motion. So you don't want to go. You can keep it as short as you want but you don't want to go all the way up to like a lockout and you don't want to go all the way down. You want to keep it in like a mid-range, maybe a few okay. inches, just kind of really controlled, isolate the muscle. I want you to focus on the muscle that it's targeting. I believe it's a press, right? It's a chest exercise. I'm just from the push after
1: yeah, on some like a, well, so, yeah, there was the ones on the push day, and then today is the pull day. There was
0: a couple. Is a bicep? A couple, I think it was a. bicep. Yeah. I, I think it was a. I think it was a bicep pulse. Yeah, yeah. and you just really go, you really go, you go slow, limit the range of motion, and just focus all on the target muscle. For example, all okay. on the uh, you know on like the bicep, or whether it's the chest or whatever the exercise is. So yeah, it's it's literally what it what it seems like, but it's a uh, slow and controlled, slow and controlled. Yeah, with a with a, with a, with a decrease. That's kind of
1: how I was interpreting it too, based off your
0: your video and that.
1: That's what I thought, but just wanted to be sure on there.
0: Sure, of Um, course, of course, yeah.
1: I think. Oh, um, last I think it was last week on one of one of the dailies, you were talking about. uh, What was that? Um, When you were going over the kiss method. And yeah, remember that discussion. I I remember that. I know I I heard that before, but in that you were talking about randomness and, um, you know, like trying, you know, like your body needs to adapt to listening after a while. Um, What do you consider with randomness. Like I I know like like when you kind of use the example of CrossFit you're just doing something different every day. That's random. But does randomness include like exercise selection like if one day you don't feel like doing an incline, you know, maybe you're doing a flat bench instead. Is that considered like part of being random or is you know like as long as you're doing some kind of press variation, you should be okay? Dude,
0: that 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 is not an- that's an awesome question. That is an awesome question. Oh, that's so. That's such a smart question. Okay. Uh, yeah, I use the. I use the. First off, I use I use the example CrossFit because most people are familiar with it, and that's like yeah. a textbook. Like, hey, let's be awesome at everything, and yeah. that's not how the body works. That's that doesn't make sense, right? So, um, that's where I use for there. Now, when it comes to random training, obviously that style of random is like, let's run a mile, do 500 pushups and some cleans. And the next day it's 25 wall ball tosses and then a swim. And then it's like, uh, now that's random. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to randomizing your workout, so your body will obviously adapt and you've watched my show. So you're familiar with when I talk about adaptation. So your body needs to be exposed to a external stimulus. Um, in order to adapt, and that stimulus, or that stimuli has to be um, with an overload. It has to be, you know, a shock in some way. Whether it's endurance, whether it's force, whether it's uh, angle, and your body will react by trying to do its best to handle it it will cause some micro trauma in the muscle and Mm -hmm. the body if it's exposed to that specific stimuli regularly it will adapt in order to defend itself so it can handle it better it's just a defense mechanism so your body will if it's overload if it's stimuli if it's exposed to heavier weights regularly it'll grow bigger muscles to handle the heavier weights Um, and you know mitochondrial density which is what helps with oxidative capacity for like Endurance running or something like that, for example. So when it comes to resistance training, you're talking specifically with the question that you asked, you're talking about what's known as an acute variable. So Mm -hmm. an acute variable is something that you can change in the moment, like in your specific workout. So how many reps you do, what kind of weight you choose, the exercise selection, like you said, the rest time between sets. Um, how many sets you do for that exercise, the order of the exercises. Those are all known as acute variables, things you can change from a day to day. Now CrossFit, for example, has acute variables which they change day to day. They change, I mean, all sorts of like, you know, rabbit out of a hat type thing. Mm -hmm. If you're doing, like if your goal is muscle size and you're trying to keep like, you know, more generally hypertrophy rep ranges, let's say 6 to 15 repetitions or 6 to 12, however you want to slice it, Um, somewhere in that moderate rep range with a higher volume to maximize your body's ability to build mass going like, you know, from, let's say from a Monday to the next following chest workout, for example, doing a flat bench and the next week doing an incline bench, that is variety. That's not random. Okay. In in my, in my, in my, in my definition, I mean, of course you can, you know, that's that's, because that's systematic and that's where I'm big with, training, not random exercise. So you're not just working out, you're training because you're going for a purpose. So if you're doing incline this week instead of flat, because let's say all the flats are taken, the flat benches are broken. So all you have is incline. Mm -hmm. You're keeping the rep range consistent. You're doing six to 15. You're doing the same volume. That's just adding variety, mechanical variety. You're not being random with your body. You're still systematically building for a, a specific goal. Um If you did like heavy weights one week and then the next week you just did you know max push ups and then you know the next week you did flat bench and the next week you did all flies you know it, that that becomes more random you know you 're just going for chest day it 's like okay, but if you 're just changing one exercise that 's not necessarily random um uh in that sense you 're just adding a little variety, but just think about the body always like. You know, that's, that's why it was listed with or grouped with things like the KISS principle, you know, keeping it simple. Because the mm-hmm. chest has some variety with angles because of the shoulder and the insertion points of the chest. But let's just use the bicep, for example. You know, bicep, when you want to work your bicep, you bend your elbow. I mean, you either turn your wrist a little bit, turn it a little bit more. I mean, you can change the angle of where it starts and where it finishes if you lean back a little bit or lean forward on a bench. But, you know, bottom line, the elbow bends. You know, it's not that if there's there's not like an endless array. So when people start doing really fancy stuff like lying on their back and doing cable curls, it becomes well, what's the point of that? Like, what are you trying to like? That's it, it becomes so much variety that it just it loses the effectiveness of overloading the bicep. And uh-huh. it's more, it's more born out of boredom. Either trying to sell something, trying to look cool, a trainer yeah. trying to be like, hey, this is my workout. You lie down. It's like well you know, I don't want to lie down with a elastic band and do curls. Is it going to hurt my biceps? Is it going to give me a burn and overload me? Sure. But man, people have been getting big and building muscle for, you know, a century by lifting weights, just curling, you don't need yeah. a lot of fancy stuff. I mean, my philosophy is bodybuilding and yoga done. You're building muscle, you're adding mobility. You don't like cardio, try yoga. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's going to light any cardio on fire. Like it's, it, 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 it increases your heart rate. It's, it calms you down. It creates some active recovery. I mean, you get the best of all the world with resistance training and yoga, flexibility, mobility, longevity. You know, it's just – it's everything. So my mm-hmm. take on the randomness, great question. You know, that would just be – I would just categorize that as some, you know, basic variety. I wouldn't hamstring yourself like, oh, man, it's too much change. Yeah. It's not that much.
1: That that's, that's yeah. kind of how I always saw it too, you know. But like yeah, it, it, it's I like you said, that's your opinion, you know. Like you could talk yeah, to somebody yeah. else, and you know, they would be like, and you know, that's just, yeah. you know, I I I think the same way, you know. I, you know, yeah. like I I try to keep the consistency of you know, if I'm doing an upper lower or if I'm doing sure. you know a body parts, you know, like I try to you know like right. keep those you know days. Right within, you know, like the couple of weeks of the program or whatever I'm following. I know I try to well, keep to that, but you know, like some days it's just like ah man, like it's there's a you know a whole bunch of people using that equipment. It's like I can't do Well true do that man.
0: Today. L- no. l- listen, some people, some people that 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 have you know that join the ninety day dash program, they'll like, hey I don't have this exercise. It not everyone has a pec deck. There's one in the Swole series. It's a pec deck. Mm-hmm. Swap it out for another chest exercise. Not the end of the world. Do a pinch press with plates or a dumbbell like you can like a chest exercise for me like it's chess like can you try to do something similar to that yeah as best you can but if you're at home and you don't have that then you're going to swap it out with the next best thing and you're going to push it hard just like as it's designed in the program so and, and that's where it starts to get like a little nitpicky that's where I try to give as much of like a breadth of variety and like customization with the program because there are going to be people that have a gym, but it's more limited in their apartment complex maybe. Or you go to the gym and obviously all the benches are taken because, you know, everyone wants to bench. Um, So there has to be that kind of freedom, health. When I go to the gym, I don't know how much of all my content you see, but when I go to the gym, I don't know what I'm doing until I finish warming up. I'm like, hey, I'm doing chest and let's say some triceps today. I'll go and I'll warm up. And then I kind of do my over-under. Sometimes I look at the flat bench. I'm like, that's my bitch today. I want to go over there. And mm-hmm. then sometimes I'll be like, ah, I feel like doing – I feel like starting with some crossovers. And the crossover machine is open, so I go there. So I kind of do a lot more instinctual training. I kind of go with what's available. I go with what I feel. I don't – I used to, when I was in college, I used to write down the workouts. Like, I'm going to do three sets of this and four sets of this. And, yeah, I attribute that to a lot of success too. But it was also – training like a beast regularly. I mean, I was super consistent, you know, but I've always kept my mind. I've always kept my mind open. I've always been open-minded to, you know, the possibilities of randomness and at the end of a workout, just doing, you know what, I'm just going to grab these weights, these 20 pounders, and I'm not leaving. I'm not putting them down until I do a hundred curls. So I'll like rest them on the bench and be exhausted after 20 reps, do five, have to rest, do five, have to rest. But then people will say, well, but then you're doing a high rep. I thought you were going to try to build muscle. And doing a burnout set is a lot different than doing high reps for every single set for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. Mm-hmm. You know? So like one set to flush it, to flush the muscle full of blood, to really shock the muscle and really you know, blow yourself up and just completely deplete at the end of a workout or in one set in one workout. It doesn't mean that I'm doing 30 rep sets for four months straight. Like you're not going to get the adaptation of that just because you did at the end for a burnout. And Mm -hmm. that's where I think people miss that. Like even for one workout, like this week I'm going to do high rep for shoulder. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to build muscle. You know, overall, you want to make sure that you're giving overload. Plus you have to be eating enough calories and you have to be consistent. So if it's once in a while, you're doing these, you know, these other rep ranges, it's all what the body will be forced to adapt to. Mm-hmm. And just with keeping the understanding that the body needs to have a direction. The body needs to have consistency and have that consistent exposure to a stimuli in order to need to adapt to it. And that's the difference. The body doesn't want to adapt unless it's forced to. So the environment, a.k.a. the gym, your home gym, wherever you train, that's your environment. You're putting your body in a situation where it has to equal up, where it has to ante up and put its chips in to match the pain and the stress that you're inflicting on it. So if you do it once, you'd be like, holy crap, I'm sore. But if you never worked out again, you're not going to get big from that one workout. But if you do it for three months regularly, your body is over time going to be like, well, this sucks on the first week. And the next week, like, this sucks too. It's like, you know what? I can't handle this all the time. This is really, you know, damaging. So it's going to, stimulate a response in order to protect itself from the constant stress you're putting it under. And that's what the adaptation is. And the more consistent that adaptation is, the more consistent the stimulus is, the better chance your body can adapt to it. That's why walking on a treadmill. That's why steady state cardio doesn't lose people weight. It doesn't see results after a while because it's the same shit. Your body adapts to it super quick, gets really efficient at using less energy for the same amount of work, and then you see the same people two years later on the treadmill, same amount of, you know, without any progress. That's exactly where I was, like, 15 years ago. Like, I was always
1: a bigger person, you know, never, like, morbidly obese, but bigger, and I saw some, you know, this random guy that I would talk to at the gym, and, you know, basically he. Got it in my head that hey, if you want to lose some weight, just get on this treadmill and start walking. And I did that. Start. I would get a, it's a get start, on a bike. But, you know, yeah, and I and yeah. I did it, and I lost you know a good twenty pounds or whatever. But you know, fast forward a couple of years later, I mean, I could go to the gym and go on the elliptical runner for an hour straight and get off and be like, well, I didn't be, feel like I did anything, and it showed. Yeah. You know, like I put on weight. I was working yeah. constantly, but I wasn't doing it right. You know, like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have that you know, guidance, you know, you know, thank God for YouTube and Facebook and all this stuff fast forward years later. Sure. I you know, it didn't have that. And you know, that's yeah. you know, since it worked fifteen years ago, that that's what got stuck in my head
0: of this is how you do it. Well
1: yeah, yeah,
0: it, it worked for about a year. <laughs> and then it yeah. didn't and, and, you know? and the and the big and the big thing to understand with fitness is, you know, the same thing that got you here is not gonna be what gets you to the next step. You know, Mm -hmm. so your, your body, and that's with anything in life, like your body will adapt and then, okay, it's going to need another kick. It's going to need another next level. Like if you want to get bigger, it's going to take some more weight or it's going to take some more volume or some more sets. And you have to be, you have to understand like, you have to, or, you know, I guess admit that to yourself and understand, you know, what you might want is going to take other work or trial and error or extra effort. And then you have to just adjust, uh, adjust for that. So, you know, it's, it's about making your body come get it, making your body chase it, making your body need to change. And most people mm-hmm. don't give, doesn't, most people don't give the body the overload or the consistency in order to force it to change. So it doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. want to change. I think that's the, I think that's the big thing. It's like, oh, we're supposed to be in shape. We're supposed to be mobile. Well, you haven't been, so your body doesn't know that, and it doesn't care. It's addicted to crappy food, and it's addicted to being lazy, and it's going to do everything it can to not put effort. Why would it want to? It's, not, it's used to not doing anything, so that's what it's adapted to. That's what it's good at, not doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a whole shift. It's a whole shift. Whole shift. hmm Right on. That's a good, that was a good question, man. Um, one,
1: one other thing I was wondering, I saw a couple of your videos on, uh, like, the one where you were, uh, where you, you talk about, like, after-workout carbon take uh-huh. versus, you know, like, why, you know, like, you throw a bunch of, like, protein shake down. You know, it's like your body doesn't isn't looking
0: for that right then. It's
1: looking for the energy.
0: Yeah. You know, your body. I mean, your body is, you're utilizing, uh, glucose. You're using sugars for, you know, for the activity, your body's using, um, glucose and it needs to replenish that. So having protein immediately after a workout, isn't, you know, what your body has in mind, your body uses two things for energy largely and it's fat and carbohydrates. So right after a mm-hmm. workout, your body is like, Oh, protein. Cool. Uh, how, how am I going to use this?
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: it's, it's perpetuated by, you know, the Western diet, like way too much protein, way too much freaking protein, way too much, mm-hmm. food, way too all those things, way too much. And, and right after a workout, it's like, hey, you know, what should I have after a workout? Well, you need to absorb things quickly. It's perpetuated by the supplement industry. It's perpetuated by, oh, have this powder right after, absorb quicker. Yeah. Like, just eat food, go home and eat food. You have like some good carbs, have some you know, good protein, have a meal and then get on with your life. You know, it's all about the training. It's about the food. And whenever people start playing around too much with supplements, I mean, there's some stuff with supplements that can be beneficial, you know. But it comes with like whole food supplements, and it comes down to like vitamins and minerals from stuff that we don't get from the variety of vegetables and things we should be eating on a regular basis. Yeah. But, oh, in yeah, like, it's, it's, but in terms of like, but in terms of protein and like creatine and stuff, it's like, I mean, you don't ever have to play with that stuff.
1: You know yeah, I, I
0: mean, yeah, I I don't
1: really. I mean, I've I've done the protein powders here and there, you know. But yeah. my my you know since your discussions on or whatever and my my question okay. about like the post workout carbs versus protein yada yada but is there like a, a window you want to get those carbs in or is that the you know the anab- the anab- the legendary anabolic window yeah like is that is that vary from person to person or is that just something you don't need to really worry about as long as you get Get it in sometime. Uh,
0: well, you know, one of my uh, one of my um, advisors in college, you know, it was like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. He was saying that uh, you, know, you want to eat while you're still sweating, if you can. But he was also a proponent of, oh, one of the best post workout things is chocolate milk. So I don't necessarily listen to everything that he <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he uh, puts out there. But I mean, he was, you know, he has like you know his doctorate in nutrition, this on the other, but you know, right after you want to consume, you want to eat, but not everyone feels like eating right after. So I would just, is there a window, you know, I haven't looked at the latest research, you know, when I, when it comes to supplements, when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's hard to find the right research because a lot of that stuff is built on like one little tiny study that was done and they, it gets, they, 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 use that as like word is bond and the FDA doesn't regulate it. So they can use that and say that and reference that study that no one's going to read. And it just gets sometimes blown out of proportion that uh-huh. the hell they banned, they they, they, they demonized fat for like 40 years. Yep. So who an antibiotic window, what to sell your protein powder, your post-workout. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like I, I work out now and I come home and I eat food. Yep. I am just, t- I'm saying, look, I mean, what, did I used to be bigger? Yeah, I used to be bigger, but more bloated too. I wasn't like mm-hmm. the freaking health, like the epitome of health either. And I don't take something, to, I don't notice a difference. I try, mm-hmm. I know, I, here, here's what I do notice. I notice when I don't sleep properly. I notice when I don't drink enough water. And I notice when I'm not training regularly that, yeah, you know, I feel a little flat or I feel a little, or I don't do yoga enough. That's what I notice. I notice when I'm, I start to feel stiff when I don't do yoga enough. I start to feel sluggish when I haven't been drinking enough water lately. Like that's the stuff that I recognize when I eat foods Mm -hmm. that are bad for me. I don't recognize when I don't like, Oh, I didn't eat right after my workout. Sometimes I don't eat for a while. And then I eat a lot more food. I mean, I've always felt great. And I just, and that's personal experience. Like, is there an anabolic window? If you tested, 20 collegiate athletes versus, you know, that did this three times a week in a, in a testing lab. Could it be? But let, 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 let's look at what would really make a difference for the average person. And you and I are both the average person that works yeah. out. Like, am I above average? I don't know. I'm, no, I don't, I'm not an athlete. You know, I'm not like, a, you know, the highest trained athlete in the world. You know, I can do better. But there's a lot of these studies are often done sometimes with these elite you know, elite athletes yeah. or um, that, that's very, probably for I controlled.
1: looked at that stuff too, was, you know, like if I was an elite athlete at the top of my game, yeah, maybe this powder would help me because there's nothing else I can really do to get that advantage. But for your average right. person, right. it's like, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, how much money yeah. are you going to drop on that every single week? It's like,
0: bro, I know. used to, I, I used to, I, I used to, I used to have orders of like 250 bucks. And I remember one time I ran out of all my supplements at the same time. And I'm like, I didn't have the money at the moment. So I was, you know what? Let's just go a little bit without. I use a rationale to make myself feel better about it. I said, I'll, I'll clear out. I'll clear mm-hmm. out. I'll just like kind of you know reset. And then I just never really noticed a difference. I never went back. And this is you know a bunch of years ago. And I feel great, man. I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. Like I don't, I don't see any real noticeable difference. All I know is I'm not you know. Sucking down a bunch of powders with from random places. I'm not gumming up my intestines. I'm not inflaming myself. I'm not. I have a lot more money to buy real food. Mm-hmm. You know, and that 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 that's the big kicker there. So after your workout, eat. That's it. Yeah. I say
1: eat. I say eat. Work is wack. Where 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 do the the sour patch kids fit in
0: with you? Uh, not anymore. I actually returned them to the store today. I ditched them. I'm done with them. Oh, really? I'm 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 done with them. I mean that was just like a little fun thing. I kind of got a little got a lot of control. I was saying <laughs> I was eating them for a while, and I, you know, kind of went. you yeah, know, you get that addiction. And I, I, I went from I'm, I've actually gone back to my hardcore. I'm eating how the human body is supposed to, you know, has evolved and should be eating. And I'm actually going to be documenting it in premium. So you're going to see some awesome content in there, man. So actually, I shot a bunch of videos today of what I'm returning and what I'm eating, so you're going to see a lot more of, you know, I, I was waiting because I wanted to figure out how I wanted to deliver it, but I'm just going to be posting in the main discussion, like just on the main page, like a video or like, like normal, but I'm going to link it all up, so you can access like all the latest videos, so it's all going to be like linked up so you can access them, but I'll probably just post them like anything else right on the main uh, discussion page, cool. and then have it all linked up. Like, you know, you know how to get to the main content list, right? With the 10 posts at the top.
1: Yeah, cool. I'll I'll put them. It's really, it's really easy to follow. I'm, I'm very Facebook literate. Like I never real, like I have my Facebook thing basically just to be on, you know, like the different groups that I've joined in the past, but yeah, I don't use it that much other than for that. And by far your, your group is the easiest to follow. You know how awesome. you have, like oh. that, that first thing when you when you pop in, you know right where to go you know that's
0: awesome that very that, easy. that makes me re- that makes me really happy because I was always hoping that it's, it's easy to function um, so yeah, so I'm gonna post it there. It'll probably be like some link like you know my diet or my you know my journey or you know my nutrition plan and what I'm doing. I want to post things like my shopping list, what I bought, pictures of meals. I want to start putting recipes, but specific, separate from like the recipe thread where everyone's posting, like my mm-hmm. specific stuff. And I'll just probably post it on the main thread so it can be kicked around. But because you can access it, you know, through the um, the content list, it'll, it'll just be more and more accessible. So I'm going to post a video later. And um, yeah, it, it's going to be cool. I think it'll generate a lot more tons of value and a lot more for people that builds upon it builds upon like the elimination diet and goes really mm-hmm. into all the the elements that really cause inflammation more more so than gluten um more than you know all the things like how human beings are supposed to eat which things you know should you never eat which things like how should you cook certain things like i used to be really intense into it and, just like many things and many people, I strayed. I slacked. I kind of like, yeah, I didn't put as much importance onto it anymore. I kind of came back to the dark side a little bit, and I just had another light switch. She's like, you know what? I want to use my own accountability. I'm done. And when I do something, it's like now. I want it to do, I wanna do it now. So I literally opened the fridge, returned it, boom, returned my bacon, my beer, my Sour Patch Kids. Papa Solio's back, coming home. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be some cool stuff there but yeah just stay tuned for that i think it's going to be i think it's going to be fire it'll be great yeah man well dude it was so great talking to you thank you so much for your time let's set up another one of these calls in the next uh next couple of weeks and that'd be great that'd be um, great i
1: yeah. yeah i i really I, I really appreciate all the stuff that you put out there for us It, it's really helped a lot in the little uh, bit damn, of time Brad. that i've been in your group i've learned so much so Keep it coming! Awesome. We'll we'll all eat it up. Definitely.
0: Yeah, dude. So. i a lot more to come. A lot more to come. But I'm very thankful you found it, and thank you for your time. And yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to following up and talking again. So let's do that. Great. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. You gotta have have a great night, Brian.
1: Yeah. You too. Bye. Bye.